3: And welcome to In Universe, the podcast where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite universes. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. And today we're talking about Ben Ten. It started with when an alien device did what it did. It sucked upon its wrist with secrets out of him. Now he's got superpowers. He's no ordinary kid. He's Ben Ten. He's
2: Ben Ten. All right. <laughs> Uh, look that explains Ben 10 about as well as anybody could
3: look that is legitimately Ben 10 in a nutshell I mean it's more because there's more to the song but we're not doing that
2: here yeah we're not going to do the whole song
3: I mean he is slimy creepy fast and strong he's every shape and size he's Ben Ben 10 10. 10.
2: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh ben 10 was like my favorite show for a very long time oh no say growing up like it was every to the point where i thought that i was 10 years old like no yeah right i i when i watched
3: ben 10 i was like I was like maybe six years old the first time watching Ben 10. All of my memories of watching Ben 10, I was 10 years old being like, ah, man, it's cool we're both 10 years old. Yeah, even though we just weren't. I was like five to (laughs) six-ish. But to be fair, I probably, I've watched Ben 10 maybe like all of my life. So at some point, I was also 10 years
2: old. Look, that's all that counts.
3: I mean, he was 16 when I was 10, but I could watch the reruns. <laughs> All right. So, let's get this out of the way. Everybody's waiting for this. What's your favorite Ben 10 alien transformation?
2: Upgrade. Easy. Upgrade.
3: Wait, 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 hold on. We'll circle back to it. First, what are the Ben 10 transformations? We're not going not, through all no, we'll go through the ten first ones. We're not going through all 160 of them.
2: Uh, well, we got Forearms. He's a big, strong red guy. Uh, he has, as the name would suggest, arms. That's pretty cool. A lot of people's favorite.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Forearms fucking rules, dog. Um, there's Heat Blast. That's another big one. Uh, that dude's... That dude's pretty hot.
2: Shut the fuck up, you fucking goon.
3: No, um...
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I like Heat Blast quite a bit. He was voiced by, uh... The dude who does Vilgax's voice, and, um... The lead character on Cowboy Bebop. He's,
3: that's pretty cool. He's
2: also the tsunami guy.
3: Oh, dude, I remember the Toonami guy. That dude's... <laughs> Yeah, I remember the tsunami voice. guy. Hold on. Do I remember the tsunami <laughs> guy? What did he, he did? say? Yeah, no, he because he would come into like his little room, sit down on his chair, chair, and what did he say? Did he just go tunes and then like click on a remote?
2: I don't think so. No. <laughs>
3: what did the tsunami guy say then?
2: Uh it'd be like, um the only one I can remember distinctly is and you're watching toonami in his rad ass voice and it that was basically it he was to be like you're now watching toonami
3: yeah no he was a he was a bumper for toonami i just don't know remember what for but uh anyways uh <laughs> heat blast there's accelerate
2: he's quick and got a stupid name look it's the a cool name but he's got a Cool. It's a cool name, yes. but it's spelled to internet and it's kind of lame.
3: Well, yes, but it was spelled to it's internet. very David. It was it was very ahead of its time.
2: <laughs> uh we got Stinkfly. He's a big bug who can fly and smells like shit. Um we got Ripjaws. He's essentially Aquaman. Good in water, kind of useless.
3: No, he's not kind of useless.
2: He's mostly useless.
3: That dude's teeth could rip through steel.
2: (laughs) And they only ever used him for episodes specifically centered around water.
3: Otherwise Or or when he needs to rip through steel. He would pick
2: forearms to rip through steel or diamonds. No,
3: because forearms doesn't just rip through steel. He does big punch dent in steel
2: then diamond head who can rip through steel
3: speaking of diamond head diamond segue there's Diamondhead. That's diamond head that's gonna be that's gonna be check off diamond head you guys remember that one uh, a bit later <laughs> took that away in your back pocket yeah yeah Tuck t- those little diamond boys in your back pocket <laughs> Um and then we got
2: we didn't really say much about Diamond Head, but that's cool.
3: Yeah, no, I'll talk about I'll talk about Diamond Head later. Don't you guys worry about it. Um then we have Wild
2: He's cool. I liked that he had like the smell thing. I thought that was interesting.
3: Oh yeah, no, that Wild was always a cool I liked the idea of an acrobatic like because you always have the acrobatic hero but i like that their acrobatic hero was a dog
2: let's see what other fucking guys i did um we're just doing the normal gray right? matter he was clever he was the he, smart one and tiny he, he
3: he had a bunch of little uh sitcom-esque moments yeah um he, he was always uh oh shit i've turned into a gray matter
2: and then they had like more than one episode being like hey turning into gray matters okay um let's see who else do, is there there's uh ghost, ghost freak. freak hey oh! uh ghost freak rules he's like a ghost and he becomes pretty important later like yeah no
3: there's ghost-
2: arc there it gets pretty dumb, but in premise it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, no. At least in the original series. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, and it was always I wasn't big on Ghost Freak until they sort of made him into a bad guy. And I thought that was like cool that that was like one of his aliens. Um, who else is that? There? Oh, there's upgrade.
2: My favorite
3: uh <laughs> that dude's pretty sweet He's like, um
2: um you can jump on the technology yeah and no
3: there is one so one thing i always thought would be cool for upgrade but it only happens once and ben's not the one to do it is upgrade going on to the rust bucket and ben never does that Grandpa Max does that when he has the Omnitrix for like a bit, and we only see him turn into upgrade. He goes onto the Rust bucket. But Ben never does that. And that's that's disappointing.
2: Yeah, that is disappointing. It'd be cool if he was like if he just did that more often. I know he does it, he doesn't do it often, but I I do seem to remember him using it to get a bunch of shit. No, he uses accelerate to get a bunch of shit off the rust bucket. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Upgrade is, like, my favorite of his aliens. I just think he's the most
3: interesting. Mm-hmm. He is a really cool concept. And some of the... Some of... What, what would you... Some of the designs they use with him are really cool. Like, I remember the uh, motorcycle he gets on. Yeah. And, it, and, and you don't really see it too much now, but uh, it had the... He made like those energy spikes come off the wheels. Yeah. That's kind of the only time you see those kind of energy spike deals. But uh, I always thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah, I think that's pretty rad. And I think that's sort of why I like him the most. He's very versatile. He can do a lot of different things. And he strikes me as probably one of the more actually alien of his (laughs) aliens. Because most of them kind of equate to guys. With superpowers but he's the first one that actually seems like it's a organism
3: yeah um the most i would say the one who feels most like just an alien i would say is gray matter because he's like based off like the gray oh, well, big-headed yeah, no. alien i guess i looks... should
2: be more clear by alien i mean like actually different from human yeah form. no gray that's... aliens aren't that different
3: mm-hmm. no, uh sneaky bit of foreshadowing back then uh my favorite alien was always well not always oh. it used to be heat blast
2: that's fair he's pretty rad
3: yeah or just because little baby brain was like oh fire cool but then it became diamond head look baby I... brain was right <laughs> look fire is cool but uh diamond head i always i feel like his the action with diamond head always feels like i don't know it always felt cooler to me yeah it's
2: a little more heightened you can Mm -hmm. because he's stronger he can take more but he is still like uh in danger a lot of the time
3: yeah and like the stuff he does with diamond head and you could see like how actually skilled he is with diamond head like i remember especially later yeah, there's that one training scene. It, yeah, you just you see like Grandpa Max like pulling levers and swinging signs and throwing cans up into the air. And he's like not even looking and shit, sh- hitting his targets. i That was like one of the things where I'm like, oh, Diamond Head is badass.
2: Yeah, like, I don't know. He's also pretty versatile, which I think is, I don't know. You tend to get the think things are cooler the more they can do.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: part of our chimp brain i guess um but because he's like strong he's tough and he can you know fire projectiles that sound cool Because the sound design on that show was amazing yeah
3: the the sound of him like growing his crystals and everything it's so badass yeah
2: like across the board that show had amazing sound design i don't know Uh, who did foley i don't know who did production on that he
3: blasts when he does a blast and you hear that like fire screech
2: yeah it rules that whole show the sound in general for the original series is just amazing it's like the best
3: it's it's so good
2: um i don't know i've i think that a lot of people for a pretty simple reason forearms is their favorite
3: alien Mm -hmm. because he's
2: big and strong
3: you hear that a lot like the top two are forearms or heat blast right and i i mean that
2: makes sense he's you know we tend to think strong people are cool the stronger mm-hmm. somebody is the cooler they are that's why uh goku is a bunch of people's favorite characters um i don't know i've never been super into forearms i think he's he's cool but he's never been like even close to my favorite yeah he's a bit boring
3: no, I get you. He's usually like the middle of the list for me. Like, I there's I could think of a lot of cool action scenes with forearms. Like uh and he has
2: yeah, he has some really cool moments.
3: Like yeah, like um when they're fighting uh those gargoyles that Hex made, and he's got like he's got the big stone sword and he yes, turns around and rules. swings. That's bad when he fights the mammoth. Oh yeah, the mammoth and he like drags its tusks down Forearms is a part of my one of my favorite fights in the show and it's for, I understand why it, they use him is because Forearms would do pretty good against most of Ben's aliens but it's the him versus Kevin fight oh, on the yeah. bridge where Kevin is switching between Ben's aliens and you see like him versus like Diamond Head and Heat Blast and shit yeah
2: and you're right, because he's sort of the best all-rounder, it makes sense to have him be the one mm. versus all of them. Uh, that leads me into Kevin, who is probably my favorite character of the Oh, yeah,
3: world. no, Kevin. Kevin's intro... Kevin's got three of the... four of the best episodes yeah. in the show.
2: His intro episode, I, there's something about him, and it's not the, the like edginess of it. That mm. always got on my nerves. But it was the sort of his premise was almost more interesting than Ben's in a lot of ways yeah like um being a homeless kid with superpowers and not being a bad person but just because he wasn't like Mm -hmm. raised he he didn't have like a role model yeah that that, wanted to
3: that's one thing I like is um Kevin is kind of an image of what ben could be without or would be without grandpa max
2: without max and i i think it could be said without gwen just people to keep him on the Mm -hmm. ground keep him from you know getting too ahead of himself uh and gwen is really underutilized a lot in that show
3: yeah especially early on when she's just kind of like there to antagonize Ben or whatever
2: and she just had nothing to do. Like they try to go out of their way to be like, no, 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 no. She's still useful and she'll do like a mm-hmm. thing here and there. But she was pretty useless, which is a shame. I think it it wouldn't have been hard and it would have been like basically doubling your audience to have a, a cool female character for people to like.
3: Yeah, which I think they start fixing when they introduce the magic element. into Yeah, it.
2: especially starting with the uh, lucky girl.
3: Oh, that's one of my favorite episodes, too, because for the most part, uh, early Gwen, I'm not really into because she's kind of just like, whatever, if if Ben's in the wrong, she's in the right, and vice versa, she's just kind of always whatever Ben isn't.
2: Yeah, she is a character defined by Ben, not mm-hmm. her own character.
3: Uh, But that one I really liked because it... Like, there's a bunch of moments beforehand of like Ben's like, oh, I need my family to do this sort of thing. Like, I need them to back me up with this. But then that one, he's he has a hard time like and they show it. They don't tell it. He has a hard I mean, they kind of tell it, but he has a, <laughs> it hard is still time, a
2: kid's show. So, yeah. yeah,
3: he has a hard time being that same role for someone else. Like, yeah, there's a lot to do with uh, the jealousy of her being another hero or anything. Right, and but... that she is
2: specifically trying to outdo him mm-hmm. and be better than him and more popular.
3: But, like, to be fair, he's also a bit of an asshole. Oh, and like needs just to is. be put in his yeah. place.
2: He is just a dick who does <laughs> need to, like, be knocked down a couple times. And he does throughout the series. Like, mm-hmm. the show does a good job of character development, but it's probably a studio thing more than a writer thing his character arc is sort of undone every once in oh, a
3: while. yeah no it's his character arc is really good between the start of the original series and season two ish of alien force mm-hmm. and then i think what it was was the studio was like oh, we need Ben more like he was when he was a kid. Right. So that sort of all came undone around season three of Alien Force and even more so in Ultimate Alien. And then Omniverse, uh, they were going for the more comedic route. So he was basically just 10-year-old him. But you do see, you not so much in like season three of Alien Force, but uh a bit later into ultimate alien and uh in omniverse you do see the ben who's grown at moments mm-hmm. and those are always really good uh
2: yeah i really liked uh alien force that's when uh a comic book writer i really really respect and like dwayne mcduffie and mm-hmm. he's passed now uh but he took over writing for that show Uh, And those are some of my favorite parts of it, because he's such Uh, a good writer.
3: Yeah, no, Alien Force is real. Alien Force is something, uh, when I was a kid, I was never into, because it seemed like it was much more boring of a show. And then, like, when I was older, I appreciated it much more. And I like a lot, like, I like the original more still. I like the art and animation style more. Um, I like the aliens more. Uh, I like most of the villains more even though the hybrid are a cool i think villain. the hybrid
2: are pretty rad
3: yeah but uh
2: and i think um like for what it is vilgax is Gax is rad design wise character wise voice wise he's rad but um actual motivation wise he's pretty one note yeah he's sort of a generic tentacle twirling villain which isn't bad it is a kid's show mm-hmm. um but i think that's what you get and really shows off the writing uh the hybrid are similar and if you're not paying attention they kind of just are the same but they genuinely do have the sort of ideology yeah you can tell and it's not like they just told to you you understand it by their actions
3: that's what that's one thing that alien force has uh, The just plot as a whole Mm -hmm. is much better in alien force
2: i also think alien force does uh probably the first time the universe of Ben 10 is they try to flesh it out because the original series does a lot of like saying a thing and then not really explaining it. And that's cool. That's a good way of uh making me interested in it, in it without just telling me everything. Mm-hmm. But you there's not an actual effort to make it feel like a cohesive lived in world.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I think they do a pretty good job in the first one with showing how different a lot of the stuff exists together in the first one. Like um, you got like, like just the villains of the week in like the first episodes, like they're not just all aliens. Like you got the guy who's got bug powers that isn't like, it's not like, oh, he's an alien with bug abilities. Uh, He's just kind of like, a normal guy with like these strange abilities and everything, and that's sort of just exist in the universe. Yeah, uh, but um,
2: I, I don't know, they kind of they don't do a whole lot like that's the only time that's the only character of that vein. Like later on, I guess you get the and they touch on it maybe briefly. Uh, but yeah, like Clancy is cool, he has a cool premise, a cool look, cool power. Pa- His episode rules but you don't see any more guys like that. Like They do a good job of presenting ideas that are cool and seem like there's more to explore there. And then they just don't explore them.
3: Well, yeah, but I, I like that about it too, where it's like, there's these unique themes that are just out there. Like it's a one thing. It's like It's sort of like a superhero universe where there's all these different elements, like magic, just powers like Kevin and Clancy and everything, uh, and aliens and whatnot. But it's not like, oh, th- this is a new big thing we have to handle in like the universe. It's just, oh, this is a part of our world.
2: Yeah, but what I was getting at is it doesn't make it feel lived in. It feels like, how am I supposed to know what's a one-time thing? and what's multiple you know at first charmcaster and hex are they're the magic of the world and then they bring gwen in and then they explore that avenue of the universe but they never do that with clancy they never like oh there are people who just have powers like the closest they come to it is the episode where he goes and does wrestling and there's an alligator man and a porcupine man and like that's
3: it yeah but i don't think uh, you would got to go and like I don't think you have to do that with every single thing. Like you said, they do do it with things like magic and like with Gwen. Uh, and then they do it with like things like Kevin where he's got powers and they kind of discuss what that is, even though later on they just, uh, well, it gets complicated. It gets really like, dumb later on. Later on it gets, oh, he's an alien. And then later on again, it's, oh no, he's more of a mutate and whatnot
2: which i'm not into
3: i i like the idea of it i I don't like that they retcon kevin again but i like the idea they brought up of uh experimenting on alien human like splicing i thought that was cool
2: that's a cool idea but it's handled so poorly which is what i would say about most of omniverse it is by far and away my least favorite of the franchise like like it's pretty far on the list like there's just a gap of nothing on the list between everything else and that i really do not like omniverse
3: ah uh, no i i like omniverse a good deal i look li- i think i like it more than ultimate alien oh Oh yeah. No. no, I do. There's, there's very little in ultimate alien. I actually, I like a bunch of the smaller moments in ultimate alien, but as a whole, I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't like all the ultimates as like a concept as a whole. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into all that. Uh, I think in that Ben is a lot more of an in Omniverse Ben is still childish and jokes around, but he's not as much of a just straight up prick as he is in like uh, Ultimate and whatnot.
2: But at least he's competent in Ultimate Alien. He's such a joke in Omniverse.
3: No, he's pretty competent in Omniverse. He's kicking as much ass and everything as he usually is. Like there's bits where they are doing a joke or they'll give him like a shit alien Where i think that does happen a bit too much in omniverse where oh here's a new shitty alien that doesn't do much it- i just
2: don't like omniverse in the most like it, I, I get that they went for a more comedic group but i don't like that like yeah, i said no, alien force is my favorite which is when they to went away from comedy. yeah
3: no that's fair uh it's like it's stuff like
2: oh he kicks just as much ass except that a fucking hit the chicken man kicks his ass for the most part of that episode and it's annoying as hell because that wouldn't even be slightly a problem to original series ben
3: yeah no there's there's a lot more sitcom as um not assignments, elements and whatnot. It is played more for the comedic side. And that is a taste thing where if you're not into that, you're not going to be into it at all. But I think, I think uh, Omniverse has a real problem with when it could take something seriously, it takes the joke way out. And that's real disappointing. But uh, I think as a whole, it's much. I just like it much more than Ultimate. Yeah, Alien. and that's
2: fair. I I disagree, but that's fine. Yeah. Um. The one thing that I will, because like I I dislike Omniverse in general, but one thing that genuinely made me like, oh okay, so this show just is the worst. Is I'm a big fan of the Secret Saturdays. Uh, oh, they were yeah. a show I loved as a kid that doesn't get enough recognition nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, th- that them being on Omniverse is like one of the only reasons I was ever even tempted to watch Omniverse. And that episode sucks. That episode is awful. Yeah. They butcher the designs of the characters. They butcher their world and just kind of make it silly I, and dumb.
3: Yeah, I, I do not think those two, for one, even the original, like, even Alien Force and uh, the original series, Ben 10, I don't think it meshed well with the world of Secret Saturdays because they're two very different things. Like, I think Secret Saturdays fits into Ben 10, but I don't think Ben 10 fits into Secret Saturdays.
2: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, but- for the most part, Secret Saturdays is pretty similar in that it brought up a lot, but it, it never really explored too much of it.
3: Another thing is most of Secret Saturdays was pretty small scale. Things. I mean, they
2: traveled all around the world. Yeah,
3: that's true too. Because I was and the world say,
2: almost ended like multiple times. On yeah, that
3: no, that's true too. I was gonna say because a lot of the episodes are oh here's a cryptid we yeah. have to catch, and but a lot of the show isn't that too. Uh, I was going to say maybe like the Ben 10 stuff could be happening around that. And the Ben but, 10
2: stuff, especially around the same time, is also pretty small scale. Yeah. At most, of it happens in like one city in America.
3: But um, yeah, no, it, with them going all around the world and like with both of them having like world ending events, that's even more so that I'm like, yeah, I don't see the meshing like the worlds fitting together
2: i get what you're saying but it is funny to be like oh the
3: opposite of the point i was making is true but that still proves my point no no i i was saying the other thing i was i was saying uh that maybe like i was gonna say maybe i could see the other way but then what you said made me be like no then yeah i agree with my first point
2: I don't know. I think you could match them up pretty well because both of them do specifically work in the shadows of the world. Yeah. Uh, Ben Ten works with the plumbers and aliens and stuff, which are specifically like a secret thing, at least at first. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the Secret Saturdays, of course, work for the secret scientists, who are pretty similar. They're also a secret organization that do their best to not be seen and, and stuff. So I think you could have the two worlds just existing simultaneously, especially with stuff like, like the Kraken and, and where they are aliens, but you know they're also basically cryptids.
3: Yeah. I I like the idea of them being together. I think they could fit together. It's just you did I feel like you really gotta squeeze it in there.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think by trying to squeeze it in too much is how you get the problem. Because like they're pretty separate things going on. It wouldn't take much to just be like they exist in the same world. I think the only reason that they even were said to exist in the same world is because uh there's like a picture frame of Dr. Animo mm-hmm. in the show shown. Like he was one of the secret scientists. Uh which makes sense, I think. You know, that's an easy way to put the two worlds together.
3: Yeah, that's fair.
2: Like, you already have the Plumbers and the Forever Knights, two separate secret organizations who have different goals, plans, everything, that nobody else knows about, and they only know about each other because they specifically fight each other. Like, uh, I think it'd be pretty easy to slot the secret scientists into that.
3: Yeah, I I think it, what it is, is I'm thinking of what Ben 10, like, was later during after Ultimate Alien and Omniverse, when, like, everybody knew aliens were a thing and like there's like towns of aliens and benton's like this big hero who's saved the world and everything and yeah which i everybody... never liked in the first place yeah no i didn't really like that but yeah it, it does fit much better i think if you shoved it in or not if you put it in Around Alien Force, early Alien Force. Yeah,
2: I think if you did an original series or Alien Forces, your best jumping on point for that kind of thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but yeah, no, it just really pissed me off how how botched that was that episode.
3: Yeah, that's a that's a lot of. I know uh, that's like a pretty big fan favorite episode though oh, too. I
4: cannot believe
3: um, why. I I don't know. I wasn't really into it all that much, but. I, I-
5: go to slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns
3: No, a lot of people like it but i would have been fine with doing what they did with like a generator X deal where it's yeah. like a multiverse Which i think would have been a better multiverse. approach yeah and then if you could get a co- crossover with those three i would have been pretty That
2: would
3: yeah because oh. I, I really like the Generator Rex Bantam crossover.
2: I yeah. like both
3: shows a lot and everything. But honestly, uh,
2: I think around the same time, I like Generator Rex more.
3: Yeah, that's fair. But that is one thing about the crossover that um, I'm not like when I watch it. I'm like, oh well, that kind of sucks. It's very much a Generator Rex episode featuring Ben 10 yeah like he's all Ben 10 is there to support Generator Rex which I think if you're gonna do that either way that's the better way to do it I was just gonna
2: say he's the newer show with the less supported fan base and everything you want to have the established character come in to help him I think if you're gonna do it that way that's the way to do it
3: yeah but I would have preferred them just being both of their best selves working together and have, it, which they at points in the thing there are like i love when ben turns into upgrade yeah and goes over right that's such a cool moment. such
2: a cool moment and uh personally i really like that they put it in the generator rex art style yeah and i now, like the I, generator rex art style quite a bit but, yeah and uh, it's, it's just more fluid without getting goofy
3: yeah, no, that's fair. And it's, I, it's much more interesting because Ben transforms and everything. It's much more interesting to see him in a different art style than to see Rex in a different right. art style.
2: Because, um, and this is uh, slowly turning into the Generator X episode, which I always wanted. <laughs> uh, Generator X is, is a very cool character. And I think his powers uh, on the face of them are more interesting, or at least More original Ben 10 is just Mm -hmm. the hero dial, but aliens,
3: yeah. But it's it is its own thing, it is early on. It's a pretty like it's pretty original concepts and everything, and they're taking the superhero motifs of like each aliens and making it its own thing with their own designs, yeah, everything. But once they're just trying to fill out the list of just more and more, yeah, I get it, but uh an idea as a whole uh yeah generator rex is pretty even, even though there is like cyborg and everything, yeah that's pretty similar. there's
2: cyborg and like blue beetle and stuff but, but
3: uh i i would say generator rex himself and the world he's in mm-hmm. is a very original yeah pretty bad
2: interesting concept. yeah i think it's a yeah. really cool like it's it's still a kids or at least young adults tv show but it doesn't like dumbed down its own premise for you for that oh yeah like no, the whole it's... nanites and nanites explosion is a very like i can see that in regular comic books or like uh like that is a relatively mature idea for a power
3: yeah no then that's one thing i like about both of these characters mm. they're two very comic booky characters that aren't just taken from a comic yes book. they're not just adaptations yeah like,
2: like they had definitely had their inspirations in comic books, like mm-hmm. we would said, the hero dial cyborg and stuff, but they are very much their own thing, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate.
3: Yeah, I love that from the both of them. I
2: really wish Generator Rex had got more of an audience like Ben had. It'd be like we only had the one show for Rex, and it would mm-hmm. be cool to get more. Um, but I don't know for what it is, I think it stands pretty, pretty close to it.
3: Yeah, no, and I would. It, like i would say i prefer the one solid gen yeah. Set generator rex we got because i like they have that the ben 10 reboot oh. now Oof. i i don't, I don't need generator rex go Then
2: i have bad news for you uh i don't know if this is just edited stuff off the internet but it looks pretty professionally done they're doing generator rex in that show
3: in the like ben, crossover 10 with that ben 10 show okay well that that's okay that's whatever as long as it's not because generator rex ben 10 the show for it is fine because ben 10 is a big thing people know big Ten ben 10's deal and it's a small portion of ben 10's deal if half a generator rex was generator x go or whatever that would basically ruin what generator x oh, yeah.
2: is you can't have generator x because i really appreciate that they really lent into the nightmare fuel and like body horror of his premise oh yeah the idea it's... that at any moment in his world you could just become a monster and start oh yeah no up. that's so good and one that is horrifying like imagining living in that world where at any moment you could essentially explode sucks but is really interesting mm-hmm. and it's a good way to do monster of the week without it feeling like monster of the week too much
3: yeah it, that's one thing um about generator x that i kind of wish it wasn't a show for kids because i know if it wasn't a show for kids he wouldn't have just oh i healed them they're okay yeah it would, and, it
2: would be butchering people who yeah
3: turn. yeah and i think i would have been much more into that but for what it is it's pretty cool um, and they did do the whole oh i can't heal this person until At their the, pokemon yeah.
2: rolls beaten up a little bit mm-hmm. um they also did the, a good reversal of that later on when um van Kleiss uh got the ability to turn people into evos. Yeah,
3: no that was cool
2: uh, plus, they had the thing where he had to unload nanites every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like he had to go to a big facility and, and like after hearing so many people. Get yeah, no. It, it. For
3: if you're with them doing that aspect, they did do it pretty well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I would have preferred it if he was just slicing up. Fucking... I do think
2: that is one of the main reasons I like Generator X quite a bit, and maybe at certain points more than Ben Ten from its onset ben 10 was very happy to just throw a new thing in without any foreshadowing or prep or anything from the beginning he was happy to do that yeah carry that on throughout like even in the ultimate alien they introduced apparently a character that has existed forever that ben really likes captain nemesis
3: oh yeah
2: uh but we'd never heard of him before and we never Mm. even had anything to do with him which is fine um and for what it's for it works. Uh, same thing in the original series with the Galactic Enforcers, you know. There are other superheroes that exist that we've never heard of, never foreshadowed or anything. And it works. It's fine, but they were very happy to just do that. They were happy to just throw in something and be like, "Look, who cares?"
3: Yeah, and I I could see where you're going with this and I agree, but I do think that does work better with Ben 10 because it is a big universe yeah. outside of Earth, where yeah, that makes sense. This new kind of alien or this like famous type thing that might people might know of outside that comes so sort of just feels like shows up inside. But with a uh, Generator Rex, since it's kind of just Earth and everything, it is much better at this is like this is our deal and we stick to it but we will tweak things with it mm-hmm. while still sticking to the same yeah, like they're, they're a lot problem.
2: better and making sure every single thing that is brought up and done has some sort of logical consistency with the world that already exists
3: yeah I really I, appreciate like the biggest when watching the show I remember the biggest thing that it seemed like when it first was brought up, I was like, oh, that's weird, is the whole time travel aspect. Mm -hmm. But I I think through going back through it and everything, it was connected pretty well.
2: Right, it was connected to Breach, who already Mm -hmm. does space travel. And they they show er, way early on that, you know, if you go, if you're in Breach's pocket dimension, time doesn't work the same for you and everything, which makes sense to me. Um, yeah. which, which contrasted to the way Ben 10 deals with time travel they kind of just do whatever mm-hmm. you know? Professor Paradox works one way um, uh, I want to say Clockstopper Clockwork his time clockwork. Alien works a different way
3: yeah he's not really Professor Paradox is kind of just a time god or Clockwork is just manipulates time around him.
2: right But Which I think is interesting, too. Loosey-goosey, though.
3: Yeah, no, but I think that is interesting, too, seeing (laughs) different, because it's, because you're able to use things to see it used in different ways, doing that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, but I think they could have done a lot better job of making it internally consistent with itself Mm -hmm. while doing that. Yeah. Like, there is no connection between uh Clockwork and Paradox. That makes sense and explains, like, if they can do similar things naturally, why is he so much more powerful? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And then, like, they try to get into alternate realities and cross time and stuff, which I really, I love the first Ben 10,000 episode. That episode mm-hmm. rules. I love Ken 10. Uh, I even don't mind... um when they bring back Ben 10,000 later, it's not as good, nearly. Oh,
3: yeah, no. It's but it, it's still all
2: right. Mm-hmm. Um, But with the way that they have time travel work, it's just, it's not as consistent or logical, and it's not nearly as sort of, um, it doesn't feel as hard. And Yeah. When, when Rex travels, time jumps in time, it matters. The whole world almost has changed around him, logically, and he has to deal with that. Like he doesn't get to go back. He doesn't get to fix it. It's not mm-hmm. It's not a, oh, well, this is just like for this episode kind of thing. Where Ben 10 does that kind of stuff all the time.
3: Yeah, no, I. I will say for the time travel systems, I do enjoy much more the, oh, I went back in time. So I was affected time. So it's been changed. Whereas Ben 10, it's like, more oh, because I I've gone forward in time. Well, I guess it's kind of similar. Now that I'm, it, it's the future won't be the same mm-hmm. it, because I know the future and things will turn out differently because of that. It won't be the same,
2: right? But because Rex only time travels once, that time travel is mm-hmm. really important. Yeah, no, that's fair. pretty consistent. Uh so i don't know that's just why i think i don't know i think there are some parts of janitor x that are done just much better that's
3: that's one thing i i like ben 10's powers and uh character and everything much more and the side characters especially later on with uh uh first with grandpa max then gwen gets good and i like kevin um the only side character in Rex that I really like is uh, Six.
2: Oh, I love Six. I love but, him and his relationship to Six.
3: But as a whole, Generator Rex does have much tighter, better writing.
2: Yes, I would definitely agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I think Ben 10 is sort of too big for its own good. Uh, like I've obviously for the people involved I'm really happy that their work is successful obviously I'm I'm very glad that they're reaping the benefits of their work but I do think as they got bigger and more popular it didn't help the show it hurt
3: oh yeah no I'll I totally agree with that because the more popular it became the more interference to the writer the writers had so they weren't able to do what they wanted to as much and had to do what they had to. That's one reason you were saying earlier where you're like, oh, I wish Generator Rex was more of a popular show. I'm kind of glad it wasn't for the short stint it had because they were able to do what they wanted to the whole time.
2: Yeah, that's definitely fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Generator Rex could have done with a little more popularity. Yeah.
3: I, Generator Rex if had if Generator Rex had, like, two more seasons and maybe, like, a movie, like a TV movie. Six seasons and a movie. I, I would not complain about it at all.
2: Yeah, no, I I definitely would not complain. Um,
3: I, I mean, if, I guess if it was dog shit. Yeah, I, I mean, complain. obviously,
2: if they were just, like, actual trash, you'd be like, well, why? What is this? Uh, I don't know. I, I of those three shows that we'd mentioned secret saturdays ben 10 and generator rex um ben 10 is definitely just the front runner of all of that and the other two i don't think would exist without it uh, ben
3: but, 10 was one of the big oh so action kid yes. action shows are a thing people
2: want to see yeah th- there it is that reminds me of what i was going to say um Ben 10 is a kid show that can be enjoyed
3: by adults,
2: whereas I think the thing that really separates it is Generator X is a show for adults that can be enjoyed by kids.
3: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I think that's a good way of putting it. And then I think Secret Saturdays fits snugly in the middle. Yeah, it's kind of snugly (laughs) in the middle of those.
2: It had its moments where it was like clearly trying to be an adult show, Mm -hmm. but. I don't think it tackled them as well uh there's a lot of that show that gets confusing just like it kind of thinks complexity equals intelligence when it just doesn't uh but i don't know i do like that show for what it is and um it probably has the best uh maybe not the best antagonist but the best sort of um introduction to that antagonist uh, Vv Argus is not the coolest of the three oh, antagonists, yeah. but he has the coolest little intro where he's mm-hmm. like greetings and beyond venue.
3: Yeah, no, he's he's definitely having like the most fun yeah. of what he's doing.
2: Um, that's what it is about Secret Saturdays. It's a lot more pulp. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Ten has its pulpy elements, but is very much sort of a superhero story. Uh, and then Generator Rex is also a superhero story, but. Almost closer to your whereas Secret Saturdays tries to be a pulp show. It's very much in the vein of like a Johnny Quest kind of deal, Mm -hmm. Um, which is cool. And I think they could have done a lot more with that, but they just didn't. Which, yeah. look it's probably because it was not a very long running show they yeah i've done more with it had they got the chance and i don't
3: know if that one was very popular i don't remember a lot of kids talking about secret yeah. saturdays when i was a kid
2: it's not super popular like
3: a, i remember a few conversations where i realized someone did i'm like oh hell yeah secret saturday
2: <laughs> it did try to have a really cool like promotional thing like a website and it basically tried to do a gravity falls before gravity falls existed but it didn't do it nearly as well which is a shame
3: yeah that's one thing um that i think both secret saturdays and generator Rex. it's cool to see that they're each kind of little time capsules of like yeah. what they are when because Ben 10 keeps getting dragged on and everything it's not that
2: it's not that that's that's fair um i do like the movies for ben ten well i like the one animated movie yeah everything else is of a varying degree from all right to dog shit
3: yeah uh i i like uh the secret of the omnitrix that one's just good th- by the fast one uh i liked uh, destroy all aliens enough. I didn't like, like that. Like one. I thought it was a fine episode of Ben Ten. Uh. As a kid growing up, I really liked Race, Race Against, Against Time. Race
2: Against Time was cool as a child. I I'll, I'll
3: Why? Because I was like, oh, the aliens are real and Ben 10's real. And then watching it now, I'm like, this movie's kind of ass. It
2: does not hold up. Not even a little bit. But
3: even worse than that, Alien Swarm somehow was worse than Race Against Time. Yeah, it's- Race Against Time. At least has a charm to it. Which Alien Swarm just does not.
2: Look, that charm probably comes from us being kids. We were already a bit older by the time Alien Swarm came out. Uh, But also, Race Against Time still tries to be fun.
3: Yeah, Alien
2: Swarm takes itself too seriously and is boring.
3: Yeah. Race Against Time tries to be a fun Ben 10 story. Uh Alien Swarm was like, "Hey, what if we marketed Ben 10 towards teenage Hot Topic shoppers?"
2: Yes, dude. That's the real market.
3: Uh I mean, there's definitely a market out there for Ben 10 fans who are teenage Hot Topic shoppers <laughs> yes. or at least were at the time. Yeah.
2: Uh I I don't know. My my sister uh she loves going to Hot Topic. Like whenever we go to the mall, that's like, the I, only I, story I'll, she wants. You love going to Hot I'll Topic.
3: I'll go into a Hot Topic. I'll I don't see. know what
2: it is about that place. It it like makes me nauseous.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's a, it's I like going into a Hot Topic because they do have cool like comic book merchandise and t-shirts and stuff like that. But uh it's the smell hot topic has a very particular smell it does it's the smell and it's the thickness of the air and, you and feel the weird it, lighting and yeah it's the weird lighting and everything's far too cramped in there and if there's even one more person in the same aisle as <laughs> you you're claustrophobic and, and i'm
2: not claustrophobic by nature but yeah, yeah if there's another person in that aisle i feel crowded on I, I don't like going into I don't to be fair I'm gonna I don't like going into malls malls yeah. in general make me nauseous, um, but hot topics in particular make me almost want to throw up.
3: Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but I will also say a very similar store, but I don't have the same problem with it. Spencer's.
2: I I don't go into Spencer's
3: oh yeah here you can't uh go near the back side of that store no
2: it doesn't <laughs> agree with
3: we're, we'll save that for our hot topic and spencers episode we're
2: never we're not having a hot topic spencers <laughs> episode we might as well get this out now <laughs> because i'm not talking about hot topic and spencers for that long
3: guys we're gonna have a hot topic episode don't you worry you
2: worry <laughs> Uh, we'll get back to Ben Ten. Do they have
3: much Ben Ten merch? At uh, maybe they? at the time, but no. He, like it's you. It is other than toys. Yes, it is very hard to find Ben Ten merch. I was
2: gonna books. say, as far as merch goes for Ben Ten, it was kind of just toys. I yeah. have a whole bunch of Ben Ten toys. Like I have a little tub in my closet full of Ben 10 toys. Yeah,
3: no, I had one Ben 10 toy, and I, it's, this is the story that broke my little heart as a lad. All year for Christmas, I've asked my mom for, I asked her, please get me the Ben 10 Omnitrix, the (laughs) FX Omnitrix, and she said, oh yeah, uh, we'll see, maybe for Christmas, and it's that Whole parent, oh yes, I will get you it for Christmas deal. And so I was all excited. She's like, uh, she handed me the gift. She's like, oh, I picked this one out for you. I'm like, I know what this is. I know what I'm in for. I'm all excited. I rip it open and it's the Alien Force projector Omnitrix. (laughs) For one, it was at the time where I did not like Alien Force at all. And I especially did not like the Omnitrix. I'm like, they've that's it. They've ruined the Omnitrix. I don't know how they did it, but they did. Uh, but that one, it wasn't even the cool Alien Force Omnitrix where you had the little figures that you put on top. And it's I had hologram.
2: that one.
3: Yeah, that one's cool. This one, you had those, you had little discs that you put into the side and turn it on and it will shoot a projection of on the wall and that could be really cool if it's like a green projection of the alien silhouettes but it's just generic pictures of like ben and gwen <laughs> and, and that was the most disappointing like gift i've ever gotten was the ben 10 alien force omni
2: see i wasn't um like an ask for things kid uh my I, I don't know i just never was like oh mom i want this i just wouldn't I, if they wanted to get me things they would uh and so i remember getting a very similar gift in the the one you were talking about mm-hmm. would be cooler where it had the little plastic figurines uh and i remember when i first got it uh i only had one which was swamp fire <laughs> And I didn't like Swamp yeah, Fire. Yeah, no.
3: As a kid, I absolutely hated Swamp Fire because I was like, oh, this is just wild vine and heat glass. Yeah.
2: And so I remember having it and being like, oh, well, this is pretty cool. And then just kind of leaving it in my, sh- like, on, in my toy box. Never really touched it too much.
3: That's pretty good. I remember... I had this, it was this little church friend, I think. No, it wasn't church. It was school. But uh, there was a kid that talked about having um, uh, those things. And he's like, oh, I have the Alien X one. And like, he talked a big game about (laughs) having the little Alien X figure. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I got the one that projects onto walls. Does yours do that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even though mine was clearly yeah, the worst even though one. you
2: didn't like that one yeah no mine was the worst one oh so um I don't know really why but I remember once for my birthday uh, I got um the original series uh, Rust Bucket that opened up into you know the so
3: cool
2: don't get ahead of yourself <laughs> um. You know those things that were big for a little while where you mix a couple things and you make a little gummy that you're supposed to eat? Yes, the rust bucket that
3: made good. Gu- I had a mystery machine that, that did that. And I love that mystery machine that did that. I'm like, I saw that rust bucket one. And I'm like, oh, I want that. But I don't remember why I never, I think I was, I think I had the thought, if I ask for that, I won't get the right one.
2: (laughs) See, I didn't want it. And when I got it, I didn't like those little gummy things. And I was like, well, this is just lame.
3: Oh, yeah, no. I don't
2: want to sit here and make gum.
3: I I have no idea what the gum, in my head, they, it was the Scooby-Doo gummies that you get that are really good. Just not because it was the mystery machine gummy thing, but I'm fairly certain it's not that. Uh, There's no way. If I could make a big one of the Scooby-Doo flavor, the blue flavor, (laughs) just a big gummy of that, I would be so happy. My favorite thing to do with those gummies is to eat all the other gummies, like, regularly, and then leave all the Scooby-Doo ones last, put them all in one bunch, and eat them all at the same time.
2: Uh, uh uh listener you couldn't see this uh but andrew did a motion like he was putting them into a bowl and then gonna eat them with a spoon no, no that's
3: not what i did i did a motion like i took the package poured it into my hand and tossed it back like you see people in movies when they try and swallow a pill
2: yes he did eventually do that part but at
3: first it just looked he was like he was pouring
2: them into a bowl (laughs) and then he was going to eat them with a spoon like cereal no doing that with gummies seems ridiculous that seems out of your mind
3: no i'm not a fucking animal
2: thank you i'm glad you're not
3: all right anyways do we have any last thoughts on ben Tennyson, benjamin kirby Tennyson the third
2: I like that his middle name he's, is Kirby. He's, he's not, he's the, not third. the third. Uh, but I like that his middle name is Kirby. Uh, I think from memory as a reference to Jack you Kirby. The Kirby,
3: the, the, Kirby, the pink small ball. pink
2: man. Yes.
3: <laughs> the small, that's what Kirby is. He's a shrunken down pink man. No, it is Jack Kirby. Yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's a specific reference to Jack Kirby. And I think that's just real swell. Jack Kirby doesn't get enough credit. I mean he's Look, getting more of it nowadays but
3: Yeah no it, it, it's always good when it's always good when a, It's always like, sunny and when a things. creator or whatever doesn't get bill fingered
2: Yeah nobody wants to get bill fingered
3: Nobody wants to get bill fingered
2: especially not bill finger
3: I feel bad for bill finger No yeah it's bill genuinely
2: finger. quite awful what happened to him All right well um unless we have any urgent things you want to talk about from ben 10
3: oh way big way big was the coolest alien we didn't mention may big but he he was was the cool
2: but i don't know if he was the coolest his
3: his reveal at the end of the pretty cool was the most that was the most excited i've ever been for something i was like what he's big yeah, and then he just picks up Vilgax and hucks him into space.
2: Yeah, no, that was pretty cool.
3: And then, especially like when he turned into him, it had uh Azmuth, the creator of the Omnitrix, putting the faceplate back in place and everything. And he did a big leap onto the Omnitrix <sighs> to slam it down.
2: Man, it's weird that azimuth was normal, got real old, and then got real young. And then kind of stayed like it was no no he
3: he was normal and then got real old and then his dad showed up and his dad was young and they were I think they try to explain it by they do kind of a bit of like a arc of aging like they're young they go old and then they get young again and that's just dumb
2: that's yeah just real dumb
3: <laughs> I mean that's if you want some good like. Ben 10, uh, what is it? Galvin, they're called. Lord, uh, you should check out our Ben 10 theory on the Galvin ejectable (laughs) (laughs) penis Because most aliens in that show definitely had an ejectable penis. Well,
2: assumedly, the ones that had pants had genitals. Otherwise, what are the pants for?
3: I don't know, because Rath, the tiger alien... Uh, He started out without pants, and then it was revealed that apoplexians, the species of his aliens, wore clothes. So I guess the Omnitrix just decides to give them clothes?
2: Or maybe Ben is sterile, or was sterile by (laughs) that point.
3: No, because he did have kids before and after that. Well, he could become
2: unsterile.
3: No, I, I wrath would be sterile yeah
2: maybe wrath was maybe sterile.
3: wrath was sterile and it decided if it doesn't reproduce it doesn't need pants
2: yeah okay that's a workable theory
3: and that's just a theory a 10 stop. theory.
2: <laughs> stop
3: yeah no i don't want to get sued
2: i don't want to get sued by mattress and patrickson who the guy from the lighthouse he's gonna be batman soon
3: (laughs) fuck that's funny dude
2: thanks man i really appreciate that um yeah ben 10 what a fella like how we wrap these up we just say see you next time
3: bye So it started with an alien device and what it did. <laughs> it sucked upon his wrist with a secret that it hid. It's supposed to be multiple secrets. Fuck. Let me take that from the top. Let me take that from the top. <laughs> All right, okay. shut up. I'm taking it from the top.